good day to be indigenous. Get up, stand up. They are going to become more brutal. Couldn't cut, didn't cut again. Because all the hippies were trying to be Indians anyway. They are going to become more repressive because it's a matter of dollars and their illusionary concepts of power. Hey, Victor. We must live in balance with the earth. And also with recent happenings at Wounded Knee. I am awake. Welcome to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Wakanja Hade. Hey, Kadigi to all my friends and relatives in four directions. You are listening to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Robert Pilot, and we discuss local and national Native news and events. And as you know, Haley, Native issues are human issues, and human issues are Native issues. You are right, Dega. This portion of the show is supported by Native Roots Radio Network on Patreon, supporting honest Native news stories and events with Native Roots Radio Network on Patreon. Hey, uh, Haley, we got a, a jam-packed show as usual. Um, we got Allison coming on and Nancy from up in the deep north talking about uh, protecting the environment and uh, also our treaties here. And it's always really good to talk to Nancy. And Allison, uh, who's Allison with again? Allison is with MIA, the, Min- the Minneapolis Institute of Art. Yeah, and you know, it's that time of year, even though I know we, we heard a, a spot just before the show about the going to see the Eagles, it's also that time of year where uh, it's time to go in and check out some uh, indoor stuff uh, like that. And I know uh, you and I will be working uh, in Shakopee at their uh, uh, event center across from the casino in that beautiful newer building. And uh We'll be uh, selling swag and things like that and come on down and see us. And also, we have things happening uh, at Dayton's again. Uh, Jelaine was down there today, my Weeha, and she was uh, saying that the place is going gangbusters and we don't have that much wild rice left. Oh, no. Well, <laughs> good to hear that. It's busy, though. Yeah, definitely. And then, of course, my my Hinu is uh you know star and with uh what about uh, eight other people would you say uh, that are in the play i can't i think yeah it's their uh most um it's their largest crew for a play so yeah christmas yeah. and ochapi yeah so a lot going on and a lot of things you can do inside and a lot of things you can uh see us here in the twin cities if you come in the twin cities and you're uh, listening to this elsewhere uh we got it going on here Hey, you know, I want to talk a little bit of news with you, uh, Haley. And uh, one of the things I wanted to bring up real quick is that there was a nice article in the paper uh, about uh, the doll I bought. Um, Did you did you see that at all? And it's a it's a Barbie doll honors Cherokee leader and iconic chief of the Cherokee Nation, Wilma Mankiller, inspired Native American children as powerful and a humble leader. Her reach uh, now broadening with the coincidental American honor, a Barbie doll, in uh, in the late man killer's likeness. I have that doll, and she was the first uh, woman to be uh, chief of uh, Cherokee Nation, and she was a doer, and um, it's really good to see. Every time I look in the paper, there's something about us, so that's good to see, and uh, we want to bring it up here on Native Roots Radio. Absolutely. Yeah, representation matters everywhere, so even in a Barbie doll is a really huge thing. Um, Hey, Robert, did you know there was something that I saw, too? So uh, Minnesota Lake Superior, which holds 20% of the world's fresh surface water, is now the fastest warming lake in the world. So what does this mean? Well... So this is a result of climate change, right? Right. So, but don't worry, Lake Superior still holds the coldest temps compared to the other Great Lakes. But But I saw it went, uh, it's warmed up to five and a half degrees. That's significant. Yeah. Yeah. And five degrees may not seem like a lot, but over the past um, course of me, I, I believe it's 10 years or so, but the warmer it gets a year is usually one degree. So a five degree jump is uh, quite the difference. 
Um, but the colder our winters are, the more ice on the lake. Um, but also with the warmer spring and higher temperatures, the shorter the ice season is. So the shorter the ice season alters the food web within the waters of Gichigami, which is the Ojibwe name for Lake Superior. So mm -hmm. we really want to um, make sure that we're taking really good care of our water, especially Lake Superior. Um, but bringing it back to some more urban news um, right here in Minneapolis, last night or yesterday there was a cougar in one of the neighborhoods so definitely stay alert and stay outside with your pets i don't know robert did you see that yeah i did uh and they thought the cougar walked away out of the neighborhood and then with the snowfall today they saw the prints and the the cougar looks really big my my worry is that we get somebody in there to kill the cougar because uh he's uh he or she is in the wrong place and I am totally against that, and I hope that doesn't happen. Right. Um, cougars don't just attack you for the heck of it. You know, this cougar exactly. coming from up north uh, for food and whatever. But uh, please, uh, yeah, keep an eye on that. And uh, I really don't want uh, that poor cougar to be uh, killed because uh, somebody's worried about their chihuahua. Mm -hmm. the that, chihuahua yeah, away. I completely agree with that, too. It is weird to see, you know, these types of animals and predators down in urban areas, especially like Minneapolis. Um, I grew up just north of the Twin Cities metro, um, kind of towards the Wyoming Forest Lake Columbus areas. Um, and I remember actually a funny story, uh, probably in high school this was, but uh, sneaking out of my house one Ooh. night in the dark. And I saw a cougar walk across our neighborhood street under a lamppost wow. and tilled still to this day. I'm terrified to be outside, especially at night. You know, you never know what's out there. Right. Well, and vampires are out at night, too. So you have to be careful of that. Mm -hmm. um, I, where I live uh, in the inner city here, too, I mean, one of the great things about the Twin Cities, Minneapolis, too, and St. Paul is um, we have a lot, of, uh, a lot of woods and things like that in our city. So yeah. that's a good thing. And I live close to the river. And we, you know, there's an alert about uh, a fox, you know, uh, walking the neighborhood. You know, we've had deers running by and, you know, and that says one thing too about the food chain and also what's happening up north. So mm -hmm. we're running out of food and these, these animals are coming into the cities. They don't want to hang out with us. They're hungry and they're, they're seeking stuff or they're injured. Exactly. Yeah, I know. And, and Minneapolis and St. Paul, there is a lot of greenery and we're very grateful to live in such a green um, city. Uh, did you know there's, um, I found an article that was very interesting, Dega. Uh -huh. um, so did you know that snow goggles were actually invented by Native Americans? Is that those Alaskan ones with the little slit in the eyes? Yes, the yeah. Inuit and the Yupik Indians, the Arctic Native people uh, well, who live in... I want for Christmas, so... Um, okay. <laughs> so I'll put that on your cool. list. I think and your list is pretty long. I look uh, really cool and sacred. Uh, go ahead. Didn't mean to interrupt you. Yeah, but um, yeah, so apparently the snow goggles, they were made by them. And there was also another thing. Um, hammocks, actually, are... Oh. Um, the word hammock is derived from the Arak word hamaka. And um, long before Europeans were introduced to this concept of the hammock... Native people invented it in the Caribbean. Wow. They were chilling, you know. They got that they hammock were. between two trees and were just chilling out. Yeah. You know, and I, I feel like I, I need to chill out. I'll buy you a hammock, too, for Christmas. <laughs> oh, all right. You heard that here. We'll uh, make this show the best of, too, so it's out there everywhere. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, what else? Uh, what else do we got going here? Well, we will talk more about the market that we'll, we will be attending um, this weekend that will be running in Shakopee Thursday through Saturday. Um, so, yeah, we'll talk a little bit more about that towards the end of the show. And then who do we have up next, Haley? This is Allison from uh, Minneapolis Institute of Art. Well, we're excited to have Allison on again. It's been a while. Hey, you're listening to Native Ritz Radio Presents I'm Awake, and we'll be right back after this long message. No, a short message. ho -wah. Bye.
We are your relatives. We are your relations. Brothers. Sisters. Sons. Daughters. And, and some, some of us are your grandchildren. We are your community. Historically, we held places of honor and respect. Because of the impact of colonization, some of us are rejected, thrown out from family, friends, and community, set up as targets for sexual violence, sex trafficked, humiliated, tortured, and murdered. Everybody has the right to be safe. We are your relatives. Remember, homophobia, homophobia is not traditional. Sponsored by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. Hi, I'm Claudia with Minsure, Minnesota's official health insurance marketplace. With Minsure, you can compare health plans from multiple companies and get free help from a trusted expert. Whatever health plan you choose with Minsure, it's guaranteed to cover essential benefits so you can get the care you need. See if you qualify for discounts, available only through Minsure. If you need quality, comprehensive health insurance, get started now at Minsure.org. It takes teamwork to stay safe on Minnesota roads during the winter. You can help. When you see snowplows at work, slow down. Slower speeds can save lives. Don't crowd the plow and leave plenty of space between yourself and other vehicles. Keep your headlights on to see and be seen. Avoid distractions and always stay alert behind the wheel. This message brought to you by the Minnesota Department of Transportation, the Minnesota Broadcasters Association, and this station. Hi, I'm Jane Fonda, and you're listening to Native Roots Radio. And we're back to Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake, and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. Hey, we are really excited. 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 Wow, I must be hungry. Excited. Ex- excited. Uh, you got to excuse me, Allison. I've, I've had COVID, so I have COVID, COVID oh, brain. Yeah. Well, it was a while ago, so I'm I'm on the upswing, but still I'm, you know, uh, telling everybody why I'm not mispronouncing everything and is because of my COVID brain. But hey, we're here with Allison Waka and you are with the Minneapolis Institute Art um, Native American outreach person. And uh, I did not know this. Uh, we had big research on your Menominee and Navajo. I didn't realize you were both. Welcome oh, to uh, Native Roots Radio. Thank you for having me. So, hey, let's talk about, we've been running some ads and uh, what's happening down at, excuse me, the Minneapolis Institute of Art. Uh, Let's tell our listeners, because it's that time of year where it's time to go inside and be sacred and keep, get out of the cold. Yeah, and Mia is the place to do it. Um, Right now we have In Our Hands, which is a a native exhibit and um it is twenty dollars to get in uh there is a fee for non-natives but for natives it is free admission um you just have to let the desk know or you can use promo code native photo uh, to reserve tickets online so that's going on until january 14th wow and i've heard nothing but great things great opening uh we had some ho-chunks down there uh, with their photography and uh it's really cool to see very cool to see it's really amazing work um jada gray eagle is one of the co-curators for it and she's um from pine ridge and she but she lives here in the metro and she's just an amazing photographer and she helped lead um, the the setup in the exhibit. And then we also had a native, it, it kind of played along, there's two different native, um, I, I guess you would, advisory teams. And so we had some really wonderful leaders on there and um, names like Sharon Day and Darlene right. St. Clair and Alex Buffalo Head. Um, so a lot of work went into this exhibit and it's really, really wonderful. I just urge everyone to come see it before it closes on January 14th. So we have uh, photographs from uh, early on till present, correct? Mm-hmm. I think it, the, the date was 1890. Yep. And it's from all over. Um, it goes from, uh, I think they were saying Alaska to the Southwest, or I, I don't know what saying they were, but it's 
it's really um, contemporary and um, some, it, there's actually a really neat photo. I think it was in the eight, early 1800s, there was an Alaskan uh, photographer and he took a self-portrait. It's just really neat to see um, natives in their actual by natives, natives mm -hmm. by natives. And so um, instead of like the, I think the real point of the show, and this is just my opinion, but it really is to um, take away from the stereotypical um, photos that are out there and really showcase us as us, mm -hmm. by us. And um, it's just some really beautiful art and, I hope that I've been really trying hard to get a lot of youth in as much as I can. So, it, and uh, if you have any youth groups that would like to come in, school groups are always free. So there's no charge. Um, it's just best to make a reservation and, and let us know that, that you'll be attending at what time. But I really want us native youth, especially to see the art that is photography and this different version of, cause uh, we always see a lot of times, you know, the paint and and that sort of thing, but photos are as well. And so it's just a really beautiful exhibit. And um, there's artists like Ryan Redcorn has one in there, which is really neat to see. Um, and so, yeah, I just urge everyone to come and check it out. And then we also do have three other shows running as well. Um so there's um, Jim Denemies, and I believe his goes until March. And then there's also Reimagining Native American Art, which um, I, I haven't checked out yet personally, but that's going to be running until uh, April, I believe. And then we also always have the permanent collection of mm -hmm. the Native native art which just was reinstalled so there's new things there as well so there's i would say on average it takes about two hours to go through all four different native exhibits that are going on right now i do believe our friend joe allen has a uh has a picture up there too joe has been uh his daughter worked here on native roots radio but also joe's yeah. really helped us with uh Native Roots Trading Post over the years too, and I think he was at the opening I saw, and uh, just great to to see community and uh, us telling our own story. And it sounds like right. uh, there was a, a, a first time selfie you said there. Somebody was taking a, a <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and there's also so I know a lot of your listeners might be not in in the Twin Cities area, but um, there is virtual tours, which is going to be led by um, one of our native uh, tour guides. So I believe the next one, oh, there's two coming up. I know one is um, January 11th. So there's virtual tours, which will take you to um, show the photos. Um, and so there's also that, that, and then there's also a school guide, an educator's guide. So if you check that out, that's online as well. So for any educators that would want to, um, bring that into their classroom. So let's get out the information again. Uh, we have people listening all over the country where, how, how can I get a ticket? What's, uh, what's the plan of action here? Is there a website or a Facebook? Yeah. It's, so the best website, the best um, address is artsmia.org. And it'll have our in our hands right away on the first page. And that should give you information. If you click on it, then you can reserve tickets um, online. And then if you're native, you can, there's no, um, verification. You don't have to show your enrollment card or CIB uh -huh. or anything like that. But um, so native community um, is free admission and you just use promo code native photo and it runs until January 14th. And there are, as you enter, there's two different um, customer service desks. There's one right away by um, the main entrance. And then there's another one as you enter the exhibit, which is in the far north west corner of the building on the second floor and either one you can get tickets um uh, in person if you didn't do online that's exciting and uh telling our own story and i think we're really at a, a renaissance again that we haven't seen 
maybe ever where we're telling our own stories and uh, whether it's on TV, film, uh, or art, uh, we're, we're telling our own stories and we're, that's part of land back, isn't it, Allison? Yeah, it really is. Yeah, I, I agree, Robert. And I, I'm actually really thankful that Mia um, is supportive of this and letting us showcase. Um, <clears throat> so I'm really happy to be supporting them and promoting them. You seem to have lost your audio for a second, Allison. Allison, we, we don't have your audio right now. Huh. Hmm. Adapter, actor Shakopee Fellow, and um, I believe he's from Upper Sioux. And so he's he's one of our tour guides, too, as well. So I think he does uh, an evening, Thursday evening tour. Wow. That's awesome. Got a question there, Haley? I know you uh, are inquisitive here in that flight. I flight. do. All right. <laughs> I do. Thank you, Dega. Uh, Allison, thank you, Big Pina Gigi, for coming on with us tonight. Uh, does the Minneapolis of in the Institute of Art, do you guys have specific hours during the week? I know you guys are probably closed Christmas Day and Christmas Eve, right? Right. Uh, so we're closed on Mondays. And our late day is on Thursdays. So we're open till 8 p.m. on Thursdays. And other days, it's 10 to 5. So um, don't try to come on Mondays. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can, uh, but you'll just see the lobby. Um, it's just a staff day on Mondays. But otherwise, we're open 10 to 5, and uh, Thursdays is our, our late night. Um, there are ongoing tours. I believe they're at 2 p.m. each day. Um, for the exhibit. So if you get your ticket and then come in at 2 p.m. and then there's one at, I believe it's 7 p.m. I would double check the website. I should have wrote all this down, but it's um, <laughs> 7 p.m. on Thursdays is the the um, evening one for um, for the exhibit on Thursday nights. Wow, this is exciting. And Allison, uh, I'm just really jazzed that you're doing this. Uh, you're a person in the community and you're uh, always a stand-up person. And I really appreciate it. Mm -hmm. appreciate, uh, yeah, well, you are. And uh, it's great to have you on. And, uh, you know, um, used to see you all around the community with your other job. And now you're back at it. And it's really good to see. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Well, anything else here? We got like 30 seconds left, Allison. Oh, okay. For sure. Um, yes. So um, I get, I was thinking maybe I might share my news of my yeah, yeah. Do it. upcoming do it. job. I haven't, I haven't released this at all, um, but I will be starting as tribal liaison at um, Metropolitan Council on Monday at 9 a.m. So uh, I'll be... Um, <laughs> That was applause, yes. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. So, yes, I'm very, very excited. So hopefully, um, you know, I'm still going to be in the community, but doing um, Metro, in the metropolitan and, area. So very and exciting. You'll, you'll come on and give us updates. I will, definitely. Awesome. Thank you so much, Allison, for all yeah, the work you've you. done past the years and what you're doing right now and in the future. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Good to see you. Hey, this is Native Ritz Radio presents I'm Awake. And up next, uh, Nancy Bolio will be right back after this short break. Stay with us. Minnesota has the only original wolf population in the continental United States. And 80% of Minnesotans believe the wolf should be protected. Howling for Wolves is asking Minnesotans to respect our true wildlife manager, the wolf. Their survival is critical to our ecosystems, our communities, and even our economy. As highly intelligent animals with strong social bonds, Minnesota wolves deserve to be protected and admired. Learn more at howlingforwolves.org. Let's, Let's live and, and let, let howl. howl. As we gear up for the holiday season, let's prioritize the safety of our community, especially our cherished elders and loved ones. As you plan your holiday gatherings, remember, whether you're young or in good health, you could still unknowingly spread COVID-19. The key to a safer celebration is getting vaccinated. The newest vaccines are authorized, effective against current variants, and FDA approved for ages six months and up. So here's the call to action. Be a vaccinative. 
Protect yourself and your loved ones. Getting vaccinated before your holiday gatherings is a powerful way to ensure a safer and happier time for everyone. Let's honor our elders by preserving their wisdom and stories for generations to come. So be a vaccinator this holiday season. Find more information, including clinics with free vaccines, at vaccines.gov. This message is brought to you in partnership with the Minnesota Department of Health. Signing up for $1 bus and train rides with the Transit Assistance Program, or TAP, is quick and easy. Do it straight from your computer or phone by uploading one of the pre-approved documents listed at metrotransit.org slash TAP, along with a copy of your ID. We'll mail you a go-to card with a full year of discounted rides. For questions or translation help, call 612-373-3333. 612-373-3333. Check out AM950's new evening lineup. At 8 p.m., we'll have a brand new version of The Rick Smith Show with limited commercial interruption. Then at 9 p.m., it's Driving at Home with Patty Vasquez. And as always, Greg Bakken caps off the evening with a best in paranormal talk with Ghostbox Radio at 10 p.m. Find our full schedule at am950radio.com. JNS Bean Factory is a native-owned, community-supported, cozy, artsy coffee shop which offers roasted on-site beans, live music, and baked goods. Relax in the beautiful outside patio. City Pages writes, voted top 10 coffee shops. Tucked into a quiet corner of St. Paul's Highland Park neighborhood, this coffee shop roasts beans on-site from the best coffee-growing countries in the world. Located at 1518 Randolph Avenue, St. Paul. Good stuff. If you're thinking of gift-giving this holiday season, head over to Rudy Luther Toyota. Rudy Luther Toyota has new inventory available for immediate delivery. Pick from the Corolla, the Camry, the Fun RAV4, the Highlander, the Tundra, my favorite, the Sienna, and more. Make sure you check out the hybrid models. I can tell you they're incredibly fuel efficient. Rudy Luther Toyota also has a wide selection of certified pre-owned vehicles ready for a test drive. Shop Luther Direct at RudyLutherToyota.com or visit their showroom. This holiday season, gift yourself with a new vehicle from Rudy Luther Toyota. 394 and 169 in Golden Valley. With your AM 950 weather, I'm Brett Johnson. Look for partly cloudy skies today with a high near 36, tonight partly cloudy with a low around 24, and Wednesday partly sunny with a high around 45. Crooner's Supper Club invites you to check out the stylish Maggie's Lounge before or after your show. With a welcoming atmosphere, it's the perfect place to catch up with friends before or after a show. Open Wednesdays through Saturdays beginning at 4.30. Stop by for cocktails and light bites. More at croonersloungemn.com. This is uh, Leonard Peltier. I am in uh, Coleman 1, U.S. Penitentiary, and I'm listening to Native Roots Radio. And we're back to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm awake, and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by J.S. Bean Factory off Randolph Avenue in St. Paul. Only the good stuff keeps us awake. Hey, right on. We are awake. Hey, we're here with Nancy Bolio, our friend here, longtime water protector and our treaty expert here on Native Roots Radio. Good to see you, Nance. How you doing? Oh, I am doing, and it's always a pleasure to be here. Um, again, I, I guess what doesn't kill you can only make you stronger. So, you <laughs> know, um, <laughs> yeah, there's been some issues I've been dealing with in, in uh, my personal life with a family member that... Um, suffers from mental health and make a long story short Robert I had to be an advocate so I was fighting a battle that most people don't you know know um, and uh, many probably listeners uh, many of them can relate to you know mental health and how it affects our family and I think um, be honest it's my son and I think he's really lucky to have me as a parent and I'm really thankful for the support team um, that really understood that, you know, in our way, in Anishinaabe way, we just don't walk away from our family members because of, um, you know, like HIPAA, um, you know, the, the privacy or the, the fact that someone feels they're okay and they don't need any help. So um, I had to explain that in our way, um, we're always going to take care of our children regardless how old they are. And, um, and they honored it. And 
two years later, we're, we're still, you know, trying to find ways to keep them healthy. And um, so not only in this last uh, couple of weeks did I advocate for my son, I advocated for myself because there was a signed release of information and the system um, forgot to reach out to me and tell me, you know, there was a crisis going on and there was a chance of being homeless, losing his apartment. And so what I did is not only advocate for him, I advocated for myself and for our people so we don't um, have other families experience what we went through. So I, I feel good. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's important. And it's the irony, too. Uh, we just lost uh, Rosalind Carter. And uh, Jimmy Carter was president in 1976 to 1980. And she was the first first lady to talk about mental illness. And that was her big thing. Right. And, you know, um, my heart goes out to her because I also, you know, seen that. And, you know, it's, it's people like her that kind of try to take the stigma away from it. But there's still a lot of stigma on it. Yeah. And, you know, I think as Anishinaabe people, we, we don't understand the illness and how we as caregivers or parents can probably be uh, more helpful in helping our family members. So I think I at some point I am going to share, you know, my journey through all this. And I've already been asked to be a, a, a peer for the Sanford Mental Health um, Act team, but as like you know, I'll think about that later. Right now, I'm, I got a lot of other things on my mind, just like that new org we started, Robert. Yeah, talk about that a little bit. Uh, and again, uh, prayers out to you and your family. Um, it's it's a, a silent disease at times, and uh, we just have to be there. And uh, appreciate you talking about that here on Native Roots Radio. Right. And, you know, Robert, uh, I'm going to continue to, you know, fight that battle and, and find a culture. And, and you know, we, what we do is we have to learn how to live in a, in a world, in an assimilated world, but remember who we are and how we care for each other. And, you know, again, that's why we probably started our new org, because, um, you know, along our journey, there was unhealthy behaviors that came our way and, and we, we felt that, you know, our teachings, our seven teachings and our individual and community responsibility were important. And uh, again, I want to give a shout out to Indian Collective, um, especially, you know, Thomas uh, Keynote. I was just speaking to him the other day and the importance of, you know, that um, we have good relationships with, with each other. So I, I think, you know, that a community agreement really defines uh who we are and how we show up and how we hold each other accountable so in our new org that community agreement leads it kind of guides how we continue to do our work and you know robert we're yeah. good people up here <laughs> yeah so, for the most part yeah. you definitely are and i think uh what's what's sometimes hard uh for us trying to do good work is is uh, people that aren't, you really have to uh, watch out for bad medicine, and I carry I carry protection all the time. Yeah. Right. Yep, always. Yeah. Always have I your sage on you. And, you know, um, again, if you show up with, with not the right intentions, it's probably not the place to be, and, you know, that's a, a really good thing that we're going to um, hold on to is, our good hearts and show up with good intentions. And so our, our vision, you know, at, uh, well, I got to tell everyone it's Indazi Onji Anishinaabe, we young, and it translates to where the Anishinaabe to go to be themselves. And again, you know, we're, we're not doing anything extraordinary, Robert. We are just being Anishinaabe doing what we do, sugar bushing, rice camps and all those good things. So um, in our new org, our vision is to, you know, build community education and awareness and relationship with our inherent rights related to our treaties. So, again, treaties protect our inherent rights. So this country never gave us nothing. We actually right. gave the Europeans the right to hunt, fish, and gather, you know. So right. our, our mission is to empower our communities through education and relationships, healthy relationships, and balancing mm -hmm. our culture in today's world, utilizing traditional culture and our purpose is to, again, you know, that treaty education, Rob, we do a little treaty 101 and, and mm -hmm. we um, teach our non-Native people, you know, why treaties matter, how to be a good treaty person, and how do we stand in peace as the treaties intended. 
Right. And I think uh, it's always good, and you kind of touched a little bit on that, but it's always good to to bring up the fact that the treaties work both ways. Right. And, you know, um, back to Camp Firelight, you know, we showed what that looked like. And Mm -hmm. um, Camp Firelight was on the line three near Poseidon in our, you know, homeland here in 1855, treaty territory. And we had the sheriff, you know, be a good treaty person and actually talk to the other sheriffs throughout Minnesota during their um, swearing in convention. One, how are actually one, how or why treaties matter to how to be a good treaty person and his experience at Camp Firelight. And mm-hmm. I told Mr. Halverson, the sheriff, I said, I hope Jason Riggs, our new sheriff here in Beltrami County, hears you loud and clear. He says, Nancy, I want every single one of them to hear. So again, it's how we show up and how we assert. And when we're in peace, Robert, it's really hard for them to come with us at, you know, with violence because we're not okay with that. Well, I know you were sugar bushing and people came up and asked what you were doing and you told them and you were told them that your, your rights as a treaty person and, uh, they left you, left you alone. Right. You know, and he asked me if I was going to protest and get a citation. I said, uh, Anishinaabe in the sugar bush, no crime there. Right. Right. And that's that's a big victory. Go ahead, Haley. Yeah. Well, hey, Nancy, I just have a question. So if someone were to want to come sugar bush with you or at Camp Starlight, how would they go about doing that? So um, Firelight actually was on the line three. It was, uh, um, you know, it's in the past, but we're going to continue to build on that story, asserting our treaty rights in ceded territory because our big court court case win back to Camp Firelight was we proved to the state of Minnesota that they lack subject matter jurisdiction over the Anishinaabe protecting their natural resources on or off the reservation. So what that means to us is that we have that right to travel in ceded territory, lands we gave up, but we never at once surrendered our inherent right to hunt, fish, and gather in any treaty. So here close to my home, we actually, that was non-native, non-tribal land, um, state land, and we just went in and said, we have this right. So uh, again, we saved the forest and we asserted our treaties in a peaceful way and there was no cops, nobody. I mean, the DNR tried to challenge us for a quick minute, but again, when you know your rights, right you have that right to be there and once you make a stand for it robert um it's one of the best places to be so again we reminded the dnr no we're not here to protest no we don't need a citation we're just being on the shinobi in the sugar bush and that's not a crime so um looking forward we are actually um we had a meeting on sunday and we are already putting some thought and some planning into a sugar bush for um, the spring, and which is going to come fast. Right. And, yeah, we're going to be inviting people out to, to join us and show them what it looks like to assert those treaty rights. And, again, we hope to inspire other people to do um, what we do, be Anishinaabe. <laughs> <laughs> or Ho-Chunk. <laughs> yeah. Hey, well, and and I'm still waiting for that uh, gallon of uh, syrup to come down here to the Twin Cities that I can have with my pancakes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got a stash, Robert, and I got a little monoman, too, and um, a little artwork. And, you know, I just want to tell people, you know, during these dark times, a lot of people are talking about these winter blues, Robert. Uh-huh. I just want to tell people, be creative. Find a way to be creative. If it's cooking, if it's making music, if it's making art, if it's whatever, you know, do it. Because I think it's been really helpful to me. And right now I've been doing a lot of artwork, Robert. I learned how to make beaded flowers. And so we have a um, a Christmas market here in town, an Anishinaabe Christmas market on the 15th and 16th. And so I'm excited to go, you know, share my work and, and be with other uh, creative people out there and Hopefully our relatives will support us and, you know, because all those gifts in those, in those box stores, Robert, they, there's no intention put into right. them. And through our work, we, we have intention put in those. And sometimes they tell our stories too. Well, and, you know, you pray uh, with each bead. Uh, I know uh, when we're making our jewelry down here, we uh, pray over it first before we uh, put the resin in there, so to speak. <laughs> 
Right. Again, that's just, you know, a good way to get things started. Or even sometimes when you're feeling down and out, Robert, it, art can be therapy too, you know? So sometimes yeah. back to you and a lot of people don't understand that. So sometimes when I just feel like I'm in overload, it's like, stop, do some art. And then I forget Robert and I'm in a good place again. So, you know, especially when it's dark, I, I encourage people to find ways, or uh, maybe even get out to the community and, um, find, find your purpose. And, you know, I'm hearing this thing about the blue zone, Robert, you, you hear about the blue zone now? No. Tell me about that. Oh yeah. So the blue zone is actually, um, it's kind of a, well, it's a place where people live longer and, and, there's a sense of community there um and because they really focus on good diets relationships and finding purpose um longevity and and one's lifespan so i was just telling a friend the other day i was like you know i think that's kind of full circle because as anishinaabe people that's who we were too absolutely hey nancy thanks for stopping in always good to see you uh, prayers for you and your family and keep up the good work and thanks for coming on as always you're always inspiring all right miigwetch for having me and um i look forward to being on air again and i'm going to encourage everybody to um, find your purpose and and reach out to other people because we need to be strong again we need to build our communities and we need to be resilient all the time because you never know what Perfect. Hey, we'll be right back. Uh, this is Native Ritz Radio Presents. I'm awake. Hi, I'm Claudia with Minsure, Minnesota's official health insurance marketplace. With Minsure, you can compare health plans from multiple companies and get free help from a trusted expert. Whatever health plan you choose with Minsure, it's guaranteed to cover essential benefits so you can get the care you need. See if you qualify for discounts available only through Minsure. If you need quality, comprehensive health insurance, get started now at Minsure.org. Unveil the captivating world of Native photography at the Minneapolis Institute of Art. Their new exhibit, In Our Hands, Native Photography 1890 to Now, turns the camera around and puts Native photographers in control, featuring hundreds of photographs captured by generations of First Nations, Métis, Inuit, and Native Americans. You'll view the world through their lens, revealing the beauty and complexity of Indigenous heritage. Don't miss this incredible experience. Visit In Our Hands at the Minneapolis Institute of Art, now through January 14th. For more info, visit artsmia.org. As we gear up for the holidays, let's keep our friends, relatives, and elders protected from COVID-19. Even though the emergency declaration is over, COVID-19 is still a concern, especially for those with compromised immune systems. So when you get together this holiday season, opt for outdoor gatherings if weather permits or well-ventilated indoor spaces. And here's a tough one. If you're feeling unwell before your gathering, stay home. It may not be much fun, but it goes a long way towards keeping our cherished elders healthy. After your event, keep an eye on your health. Test if you notice symptoms. If you're traveling in crowded places like airports, put on a mask for that extra layer of protection. Let's make this holiday season the healthiest ever, securing a brighter future for our Native community. For more tips, visit health.state.mn.us. That's health.state.mn.us. This message is brought to you in partnership with the Minnesota Department of Health. Welcome back to Native Ritz Radio Presents. I'm awake and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by Howling for Wolves, protecting wolves for future generations. Howl! Howl! Wow, that was a good howl. Hey, welcome back to Native Ritz Radio. Uh, you know, again, I always want to quiz you, uh, young one, Haley, uh, Gen Zer, uh, Chujunk. What time of the year is it right now? <laughs> yes. Well, it's time to, we're going into the New Year's. It's almost the New Year's. So make sure you have your health insurance 
set up to date. Um, yeah, so our friends at Minsure, they help you find the right health plan for you, regardless of your income. So head over to Minsure.org and find an affordable plan today. Yeah. Did you hear that, Patrick? Sign up for Minsure. Hey, Pat. <laughs> Patrick's our producer at our mothership station here at AM 950. I wanted to hear his voice. That's a, that's why I threw it out there. Pa- Patrick, are you there? I am here. Hey, <laughs> Don't sound good. All right, man. Gets lots of sleep. Drink liquids. Take a COVID test. You know all the all those things. So much, so much COVID going around right now. Yeah, there really is. Uh, it's amazing. Uh, it really is, and it's it's weird. I had COVID, as you know, and Wendy didn't get it, and she might be immune because she's had COVID in the uh, in the past. I don't know. It's just everything's moving and grooving. And then I took that drug that really uh, made me uh, have symptoms for just a day or two days, and uh, here I am. I kind of feel like I've had a little relapse a little bit here, uh, a cold wise, but that's part of the the journey that we're reading on the on the Googles. Mm-hmm. Yep, everything comes with a price, but we will be healthy and alive and well this weekend out in Shakopee, you and I, Roberts, and we'll be out there for Native Ritz Trading Post, and we'll be at the Shakopee Cultural Center, which is 2300 Tawahi Circle, Shakopee, Minnesota, and this is a, this is a, an art market, the Hokatati Wanayetu, no, I'm sure I'm saying that wrong, good. I don't no, speak. that was really good. Thank you, Pinagigi. Well, you know, Ho-Chunk language is Sacred. part of the Dakota language, so. Right. It's the other way around, though. The Dakota language is part of the Ho-Chunk language. I've been trying to mm-hmm. tell those uh, those Dakotas, Lakotas that, but uh, they don't want to listen to me. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> well, this will be, the art market will be December 7th through the 9th, again, Thursday through Saturday. Uh, new this year, the market will be open to extended hours from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. each day. This annual annual event will, again, feature a wide variety of art and handmade goods for sale from Native and local artisans and vendors. Uh, Food will also be available for purchase, and those in attendance can also check out the public exhibit, Midwakatan, uh, Dwellers of the Spirit Lake, with paid admission. Yeah, that's upstairs, and uh, I've I've gone through that. It's a very awesome uh, exhibit, and that's a beautiful building too. It's across, kind of across the street from the casino out there in Shakopee, and uh, they uh, do it right. That building is just a beautiful. It has those uh, what looks like big teepees out out in front front of it, and you can see yeah. it from the road. It's very cool. Mm-hmm. I know. When we go to the uh, Shakopee powwow, um, they have the lights that shine up in the sky, and they, yeah. they like the teepee poles. Right. And at the casino, yeah. That's, yeah. that's kind of cool. Yeah. I do cool. have to admit that, even though uh, I just want to give a quick shout-out. If you're in Wisconsin, uh, Ho-Chunk Nation Casinos, stop in and uh, put a quarter in the machine. ho Exactly. <laughs> Well, we can. Uh, Native American Community Clinic has something going on tomorrow. This is a uh, something that they do monthly, and uh, we're very grateful for it in the community. Um, they are doing their cedar ceremony tomorrow. Uh, join them for a spiritual and emotional well-being well-being healing ceremony for anyone who would like to participate. Uh, ceremonial clothing is encouraged but not required. Uh, we ask that anyone who does wish to participate brings an offering of tobacco and or a gift for those conducting the ceremony, if possible. Again, the Cedar Ceremony with Knack is happening to, uh, this Thursday, December 7th at 5 p.m. at 2315th Avenue, South Minneapolis. Our friends at Native American Community Clinic, they are doers in the community. And that was cool to see Allison, too, because Allison's a doer, too, and uh I just think good thoughts for her. She's uh, really uh, one of those reach-out champions of the community, uh, uh, of the Native community. Absolutely. Well, yeah, and speaking of just good good people in the community and of NAC, um, NAC is doing a winter storytelling. This is happening Tuesday, December 19th over Zoom from 6 to 8 p.m. Dega. So we got to make sure we get registered for this because storytellers Neil McKay, Everett Black Thunder, and Barry Hand um, oh. will be doing the winter storytelling via Zoom. Oh, when is that again? This is Tuesday, December 19th from 6 to 8. 
Wow, right after you get on the show. We love Barry Hand. Uh, Barry, I worked with for many years, and um, he was a liaison, and then he was a Lakota Dakota language teacher for many years, and he still does that across uh, Turtle Island here. And uh, it's funny when it comes to Barry. I've known Barry for a lot of years. If I need to know anything Indian, if I'm doing something right or wrong, there's a couple people I call, and he's definitely one of them. Yeah. Well, and when I first met Barry, uh, come to find out he knew a lot of our relatives before yeah. he knew us. Apparently he played a lot of softball with uh, our Degas back in the day. Yeah. Well, and Barry uh, is related to Ho-Chunks. He knows a lot about Ho-Chunk history. And I can't remember, uh, you know, we're all related in the in the native way, but I think his... His uh, nanny, which would be uh, a mother, I think maybe through the white white marriage or something like that, was Ho-Chunk. So whenever I would talk to Barry about Ho-Chunk stuff, he knew what was going on. And uh, truth be told, uh, one of the things that I'm working on as with my other job is to get recognition of Ho-Chunk here in Minnesota. And he's always said that that should happen, that we should have a seat at the table here and uh we were removed and we're also uh in 1862 and we're also uh legally uh we can't live here uh it, that right. law has never changed right so technically we're living here in exile or not exile we're living here illegal and they wanted right. to put us in exile Ooh, look at <laughs> us yeah <laughs> yeah but if if you have any more questions about the winter storytelling with Native American Community Clinic, you can reach out to Traditional Healing at NAC, N-A-C-C, slash healthcare.org. Yeah, definitely. And uh, Haley, it's going to be exciting because you and me will be working the store. Wendy's going to come in and help set up. And then we're going to whisk her on her way because she does a good job doing that. I know you do, too. I, you helped out with the twins at uh, Shakopee Powwow, and it was like, oh, this is this is awesome. It was a million degrees then, but uh, mm-hmm. that was a lot of fun, that, that powwow, and we're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to see a lot of people we know, too. Yeah. Yeah, if you're looking to do some last-minute holiday shopping or literally anything, uh, just come back, be out in community, come get some good food, uh, come hang out with us this weekend, Shakopee Cultural Center Art Market. And bring me some fry bread. Oh, uh, we'll trade something. We're, we're a native, you know, we barter. Oh. Trading post. Yeah. (laughs) Ooh, I see what you did there. So uh, it's fun. Remember to make your reservations for MIA, the art, and even if you're on a reservation, make some reservations. Right, because they have virtual tours too. That's right. That's absolutely right. Hey, if you're listening to the show, you're part of the resistance from Chief Plenty Coops. The ground on which we stand on is sacred ground. It's the blood of our ancestors. We need to resist, divest, join a group, run for office, vote, vote, vote. We're still here. We are the seventh generation. And free Leonard Peltier. Now. Now.